Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Life Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Life Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Hallelujah. Once again, I welcome you to the, today's church service. We are, we call Feed, Amen. Mm. Feed my sheep service, Amen. Amen. So today to you be fed, Amen. Amen. I declare and decree that today to you will go, you will live from this service blessed, Amen. Amen. That as you are here, God will remember you. As you hear the word, as the word comes forth, that the heavens will remember you. Amen. Amen. That that prayer that you pray today, if it hasn't been answered, will come before God again. If it has been answered, but has not manifested, an angel will send, will be assigned to it to manifest it in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. That by this service, may your fears never come to pass. Amen. May God command an angel against your fears. May he speak concerning your fears. And may your fears never come to pass. May affliction not happen for the second time. Any way, any form that you've been afflicted in the past, any affliction that you have suffered, that you are afraid that it will repeat itself, I block it in the name of Jesus. I declare it void in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that affliction shall not happen for the second time against you Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says seven times you shall fall, seven times you shall rise. The areas of your life where you fell, arise now. Amen. And that which you have risen and you are standing, you will never fall there again. Amen. In Jesus Christ. Amen. Name. Your tears is being wiped away. Amen. I see an angel wiping away Amen. tears. May Amen. it be wiped away. Amen. Whatever has made you cry. Whatever makes you cry, Jesus. may it be there no more. Amen. May it be there no more. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. God is entering your life. Amen. He is filling your void. Amen. He is filling your voice. Amen. He is taking away your misery. In the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. someone give the Lord a clap of God is a good God. Um, today I'm going to teach about the Old and the New Testament deception. There is a deception going on regarding the word Old and New Testament, uh, which is the scheme of Satan. Now, many people don't realize this. The Bible is clear. This the Bible says, for many, we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy or the schemes of the enemy. So Satan has a lot of schemes. Satan has a lot of devices. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says he, the Bible itself says, it said Satan is very cunning. Mm -hmm. So when God said that man or that spirit is cunning, then indeed it is cunning. So this Satan or the enemy has different devices and these devices are cunning. I always told them people that if the enemy really come against you, doesn't come against you by you seeing dragon on this. If you really mm -hmm. come against you, you'll be surprised how subtle it is. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, 
He has schemes. And he has specific schemes for unbelievers. He has specific schemes for believers. He has specific schemes for pastors. He even has specific schemes for lukewarm Christians and committed mature Christians. He has different schemes for them. So he has general schemes and he has specific what? Schemes. And one of his schemes against one of his schemes against Christians, this scheme is for Christians, and especially Christians who are lukewarm or who want excuse not to obey the word of God. He uses this against them. The scheme I call the Old and New Testament word, deception. What do I mean? What do I mean by saying Old and New Testament deception? Now, when you take your Bible, you will see that. Almost every Bible, they've written Old Testament and New Old Testament. It's a deception. I'm not saying it is wrong. It's a deception. The original Bible doesn't does not have that heading Old Testament and does not have the heading New Testament. So realistically, that heading that divide the Bible into two: Old Testament and New Testament mustn't be there. Now I'm not saying it is wrong. But I'm saying it is not there. So why do they put it there? They only put it there to say that this was the word of God to Jesus Christ what came. And this was the word of God from the time Jesus what came. But the word of God to Jesus came and the word of God to uh, uh, before Jesus came and the word of God from the time Jesus came is one. It's still what? The word of God. Amen. Now, you hear many Christians and I mean many Christians, even pastors, who you hear them say, that's Old Testament, that's New Testament. Beloved, there's nothing like Old Testament or New Testament. There's nothing like Old Testament or New Testament. It is just one word of God. The difference between um, Genesis and Malachi is hundreds of years. That's same way the difference between uh, Malachi and Matthew is hundreds of years. Amen. So the word of God is one. Now, why do, what is testament? Testament means covenant, agreement, a will. So when, they, when you hear them say old covenant or new covenant or old testament or new testament, it's simply that from Christ Jesus, now there's a new covenant. Before Christ Jesus, there was a covenant of God. And Christ came... And Christ did not abort that covenant. Christ rather came to upgrade that covenant. What was the covenant or what was the testament? So the testament or the covenant is that you need the blood of animals for forgiveness of sin. Before you serve God, you need to physically circumcise. And the covenant was between Abraham and what? His children, which are the people of Israel. But when Christ came, that covenant was upgraded to include the entire world. So now you don't need the blood of animals. Now you need the blood of what Christ Jesus. So Jesus himself, this is the blood of the new world, covenant. Now the Bible says a Jew is not one who has been physically circumcised. But circumcision is of the spirit. A Jew is one born of the spirit. Now God is not for only Israel. God is the God of the, is also for the Gentiles. So that is, that is it. When you talk 
about covenant, a new or old covenant, or new or new testament, it has got nothing to do with the word of God. It only has to do with now as a Gentile. I'm not a Jew, but I, the God of Israel is still my God. Why? Mm -hmm. Because there's a new covenant, mm -hmm. the blood of Jesus. And that's circumcision of the spirit. That's why we have to be born again. So covenant is simply the new covenant, the upgrade that now God is for the world and is not for Israel. Yeah. It has got nothing to do with Genesis and Matthew or Leviticus and First uh, John or Revelation and Malachi. So that's why I say it's a delusion, it's a deception. Amen. So Amen. today we are going to look at it in the Bible because many Christians have fallen. Because listen, the what, what they call the Old Testament, what they call the Old Testament, is made up of how many books? It's made up of 39 books. The Bible has 66 books. And what they call the Old Testament is made up of 39 what? books. When you take away 39 from uh, 66, how many do you have? You only have what 27 books, isn't it? Yeah. So when you take away what they call the Old Testament, you've taken away bulk of God's work, more than half. Mm -hmm. So how will you live as a Christian? So the enemy knows that, and there's a propaganda, it's a strong deception, strong weapon, and because of this, many people have become narrow, many people don't know God, many people are not obeying God, and in that you, the one you are failing. Because it is by obedience. We, two or three weeks ago, we saw it clearly by the Bible that obedience is everything. Everything of God is connected to obedience. Mm -hmm. And we saw that obedience is what you do, not what you know, not what you intend, or not what you think you will do. Amen. Mm -hmm. So I just want to show you clearly in the Bible that there's nothing like Old Testament and New Testament. That heading is there. Many of you, if you open your Bible, you see that every chapter they write a heading. In normal, they write it in uh, uh, what's it called? Bold, uh, bold letters. Yeah. Bold letters. That heading is not originally in the manuscript. Sometimes, if you read the heading and you read the chapter, you see that the revelation you get doesn't go with the heading. Yeah, it's the same with the old and new word. The word old and new testament. It is wrong because the original word of Bible is not there. It, 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 there's nothing like new and old testament. The word New and New Testament just means now, now, there's a New Testament, a new will, a new covenant that everyone can be a child of God. It has got nothing to do with the word of God. So today I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you clearly in the Bible that Jesus, that what Jesus preached, amen. I'm going to show you two ways. Uh, mainly I'm going to show you, see that, all the people in the so-called New Testament, you see that in the so-called New Testament, they preach what? What we call what? The Old Testament. So you see that even the so-called New Testament is full of what? What we call the Old Testament. This is to show that the Word of God is one. If it is different, they will not preach it. Amen. And I'm also, so that's all we are going to We read the Word they preach in the New Testament then I'll show you that way in what? The Old Testament. For you to know that the so-called New Testament was an Old Testament way that was being preached. So that that delusion will be broken. Mm, amen. Because it, what 
this has done, this is targeted at Christians, it made many not obey the word of God in incompleteness. It made many pick and choose. It worked best against those who are looking for excuses not to work, obey the word of God. Because the enemy always uses something in you to get you. Jesus said, the enemy cometh and he finds nothing in me. It is always something you, Jesus himself said, it is what is in you that makes you sin, not what outside. So it is always something in you that the enemy will use against you, against somebody. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And I'm going to show you too what the Bible, the so-called New Testament says regarding the Old Testament. For you to know that the so-called New Testament is even telling us that the Old Testament is the word of God. So there's nothing like Old New Testament. I've come across people when you teach them, they say that's Old Testament. What do you mean? Amen. So now let's look at it. Let's go to our Bibles now. So today we'll do a lot of scriptures, as usual. But today it's more just to show you clearly. So that now when you are reading New Testament, you know that you are reading Old Testament. Because the word of God, the Bible says what? One. God is not divided. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, don't add some, don't take somewhat away. John chapter 5, verse 46 to 47. John chapter 5, verse 46 to 47. My prayer is that you will not be deceived again. That from today, when you take the Bible, you will not see Old and New Testament. That you see only the Word of God. John chapter 5, 46 to 47. Hallelujah. Amen. John chapter 5, 46 to 47. Mm -hmm. It says, if you believe Moses... Mm -hmm. you no, this is Jesus Christ who is speaking. Uh -huh. You would believe me. Mm -hmm. For he wrote about me. But since you do not believe what he wrote, how are you going to believe what I say? Amen. So this is Jesus Christ himself. Jesus Christ himself was speaking to them. Jesus himself was talking to them. Then Jesus said to them, listen, he said, if you truly believe in Moses, you will believe in me, Christ Jesus. Why? Because he said, Moses wrote about what? Me. Okay, what, what, where, what books did Moses uh, write? Moses wrote Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. This is the five books Moses wrote. This five books is called the Torah or the law. Now, Jesus said, Jesus himself said, the five books Jesus, Moses wrote was about what? Him. Was about him. And he went on to say that if you truly believe it, you believe in him. Meaning if you don't believe these five books, you won't believe in what? Christ Jesus. Am I lying? Mm -hmm. Listen, you give me attention because I can't see them, so you are my contact, please. Mm -hmm. you, do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? I heard he says Jesus. Mm -hmm. So Jesus said Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy was about him. Mm -hmm. Moses wrote about him. So that the Leviticus... All those things you think is not the word of God is about Jesus. I didn't say Jesus himself said it and said if you believe that you believe in him. If you don't believe that you not believe in him. I didn't say you don't need explanations clearly there. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because those five those five books write about what him. About him. So matter of fact, if you truly want to know Jesus. You must read those five books carefully. Because remember, when Jesus came, 
government did not exist. Mm -hmm. What did Peter used to teach the people? What did Jesus used to teach the people that he was the Messiah? It's what we call the Old Testament. So it's clearly there. Look at John 1 verse 45. Look at what Jesus said again. Amen. Amen. John 1 verse 45. So I'm just teaching you that there's nothing like Old and what? New Testament when it comes to the Word of God. It is one. But I'm showing it to you from the Scripture. And this is the voice of the Master himself. Amen. Amen. John 1 verse 45, please. Amen. John 1 verse mm -hmm. 45. Mm -hmm. Philip found Nathanael, I told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, mm -hmm. and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Amen. So this is what they said. They said to Peter, uh, the Philip told Nathanael, they said, we have found the one that Moses wrote about in the law. Yeah. And we, but he went on further. We've already looked at the law. Mm -hmm. so, and, said, and we have also the prophet wrote about. What is the prophet? The prophet are books like Malachi, Ezekiel, First um, uh, and Second Samuel. These are the books of the prophet. Daniel, the other part of the Old Testament is called the prophets. So the Bible says in the so-called New Testament that all that books wrote about what? Jesus. So how can you say we don't need that? Because without these books, Jesus does not exist. Jesus will not be Jesus. I didn't say, say the word about him. So if you want to know about Jesus truly, I have to go to the books that wrote about Jesus. Isaiah is the prophet. He wrote about Jesus. What Jesus will go through is death. Everything. Malachi wrote about Jesus, everything. One day, maybe we'll do it. I'll show you Jesus in every book of the Bible. I'll show you Jesus in every book of the Bible. And I can also show you what has been written to Jesus, about Jesus in every book of the Bible. So not only the Lord, the first one, but the prophet, meaning the entire what we call the Old Testament, wrote about Jesus. So if you want to believe Jesus, if you want to know Jesus, you need it. How did uh, Peter or Paul know that Jesus is the one? Because, because in Peter or Paul's time, there was not what we call the New Testament. How do they preach? It was what we call the Old Testament. <laughs> Matter of fact, I will be honest. If you only know the New Testament, you will not know God. You are limited. You only know his works and salvation. You won't know him. Look at Acts chapter 5, 18 to 21. Amen. I just want to show you that as far as the word of God is concerned, the books of the Bible is concerned, there's nothing like Old and New Testament. Old and New Testament only come to place when it has to do with the covenant of God in regards to salvation. That's all. But as to the word of God, it's, it's a mistake for them to label it Old and New Testament. But the enemy is using it. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Acts chapter 5, verse 18 to 21. Mm -hmm. They arrested the apostles and put them mm -hmm. in the public jail. Mm -hmm. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. Go, stand in the temple court, he said, and tell the people all about this new life. At daybreak, they entered the temple courts as they had been told and began to teach the people. When the high priest and his associates arrived, they called together the son, the Sanhedrin, the full assembly of the elders of Israel, and sent to the jail for the apostles. Amen. Amen. So, 21, you should have read the King James. So, the Bible said, 
when Peter and Co were at the prison, and Silas was at the prison, and the angel came to take them, the angel said, then, said to them, go and teach them everything that has been written down in the prophets and the book of Moses. Amen. Why did he say, remember when Peter and Paul, the book of Acts did not exist. The book of Matthew did not exist. So where did he teach them? What did he use to teach them everything about Christ? It is what we call what? The Old Testament. I just want to show this to show you that even the apostles use what we call what? The Old Testament. So how come if you are a Christian or you follow the wealthy people don't know it, and a scripture that is coming from the so-called Old Testament or you say, oh, this is Old Testament. No. Please, you understand? Let's read another scripture in Acts 26, verse 20 to 23. You see that over there, it says clearly that the gospel is nothing but the prophets and the books of Moses. In other words, the gospel is the Old Testament. That's another mistake people do. Many people think the gospel means Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. No, the mistake that has come to is because they call those books the gospel. But the word of God, the entirety of the word of God is called the gospel. The New Testament is not the gospel. It, the gospel is the word of God. So Genesis is the gospel. Just as Revelation is the gospel. Matthew is the gospel. Just as the Psalms is the gospel. The word gospel just means good news. Uh, Psalms say, blessed are the feet of those who bring good news. Amen. So many people think you say preach the gospel, preach the gospel, meaning preach Matthew. No, no, no. What preach the gospel means preach the entire word of God. The word of God, another name for the word of God is the gospel, which means good news. Because the book of the gospel according to Paul, the gospel according to John, so we think those are the only four gospels, or theologians are grouped it under that. No. Peter wrote today the gospel, the word of God, according to me, inspired by the Holy Spirit. But it doesn't mean that is the only gospel. So look at it yourself. Acts chapter 26, verse 20 to 23. Amen. Mm -hmm. Acts 26, mm -hmm. 20 to 23. Mm -hmm. First to those in Damascus, then to those in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and then to the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. I preached that they should repent and turn to God and demonstrate their repentance by their deeds. Mm -hmm. That is why some Jews seized me in the temple court and tried to kill me. But God has helped me to this very day. So I stand here and testify to the small and great alike. I am saying nothing beyond what the prophets and Moses said would happen. Amen. Amen. So they took Paul, uh, Peter to the uh, Paul to the Sahara and they said, Why are you preaching? So I'm preaching repentance mm. and for forgiveness of sin and salvation to the people. And look at what he said at the end. He said, I'm preaching nothing mm -hmm. than what the prophet yeah, and the Moses uh -huh. said. Moses means what? The first mm -hmm. five books. That's the prophet true. means the other books of the, what we call the Old Testament. So, when he was preaching repentance and forgiveness, what was he preaching? That's what we call the gospel. Yeah. Wasn't it the Old Testament? It it's clearly there. Mm -hmm. By God's grace, I've preached several times. I can preach every sermon, every sermon including salvation, without using the New Testament. I can preach any sermon on any subject without using the New Testament. You see? Because Paul and Peter, they preach without using what we call the New Testament. Mm -hmm. So it's clearly there. How did he preach repentance and salvation? The good news, what we call the gospel. 
By using what? He said, I didn't say nothing more than what the prophet and Moses said, and that what is written in what we call what? The old what? Testament. So that delusion, that thing, if you are reading the Bible, the moment you start thinking this is old testament, this is new testament, you are being deluded. The enemy, deception sword, is working on you. You must never see the Bible as old and new testament. You must only see the Bible as the word of God. It is one. Hallelujah. The only thought of new and old testament has got to do with now. You are under a new covenant. The covenant has got to do with the blood of Jesus. That's all. Praise the Lord Jesus. Acts chapter 10, verse 42 to 43. Then we begin to read some scriptures. Amen. Amen. Not that we are not reading scriptures, but then I'll begin to show you word by word for you to see all the prophets, including our Lord, preaching the so-called, what we call the Old Testament in the New Testament. But look at Acts chapter 10, 42 to 43 for me, please. Amen. Amen. Acts 10, 42 mm -hmm. to 43. Mm -hmm. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify mm -hmm. that he is the one whom God appointed and judge, mm -hmm. appointed as judge of the living and the dead. Mm -hmm. All the prophets testify about him, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Hallelujah. He said he commanded us to what? Yeah. Teach. Teach. Mm -hmm. That Jesus is the Messiah, in, yeah. in other words. Mm -hmm. and, but this is the key, see, because he's the one all the prophets did what? Mm -hmm. Command and testify. So where is the prophet? The, what we call the Old Testament. Yeah. So he's saying that, how do they testify about Jesus? That, listen, it's written in 1 Chronicles. It is written in 1 Samuel. It is written in Malachi. It is written in Isaiah. It is written in Genesis that Jesus is what? The Messiah. So when you take away what we call the Old Testament, our Lord Jesus will not exist. It is the Old Testament that told them that the Jesus will be born in Bethlehem. It is the Old Testament that told them that Jesus will come from the tribe of David. It is the Old Testament that told them that John the Baptist will come before Jesus to pave the way. It is the Old Testament that told them that Jesus will take the sin of the world. When you take away the so-called what we call, then Jesus won't exist. So all I'm saying that it's a deception. And if it's working against you, the enemy have got you. You see, the enemy in life, in the spirit, you are like a car. You are like a car. So sometimes you can be very careful. Everything about the car is good. But the only enemy will just target one thing. Eh? Just try. You won't touch anything or nothing. You just move one of your... They have some four things they put in car. I've forgotten the name. The so The plaques. You will just take one of the plaques. You see, it's very little. Very little. You just take one. But in reality, your life, the entire car is altered. It looks bit to everything altered. It's the same. This is how he uses this deception. He just drop it in your mind. And now you read the word, now you don't see the word of God. You see Old Testament, so you block it. Meanwhile, God is speaking to you. That's what you like. That's what you are disobeying. That's what you need to do. Now when you open, you see the law. Meanwhile, it is the word of God. It is as valid as Matthew, even if no more than Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know you won't understand it, but I don't want to explain it. Yeah. The word of God is one. It has the same power, everything. But then you give credit to the foundation. Because without the foundation, nothing can yeah, be built. That's, true. that's why the Bible says we, 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 lay, we lay no other foundation except that which has been already what? Yeah. laid. Yeah. So that's the only reason I mean, if not valid, because the foundation is everything. Yeah. What can the righteous do if the foundation is corrupt? Yeah. So many righteous can't do it, but because they've been corrupted at the foundation to think Old New Testament when it comes to the Word of God. While there's nothing Old New Testament when it comes to the Word of God. Old New Testament, as I said, I'm repeating, only comes when it has got to do with the blood of Jesus, the covenant, salvation, not the word of God. Now, I would like to show you scriptures. Should I show you or we should read more scriptures? Sure. Now, can you see clearly that all they did was teach? Okay. Now, I would like to show you. <laughs> okay. I'll jump it. Now, I'd like to show you Jesus preaching the Old Testament, what we call the Old Testament. I'd like to show you the apostles preaching the Old Testament. I would like to show you almost in every book. Amen. But I don't think we'll have time for that. But I'll make sure I'll show you in the first five books, and then I'll show you. The reason is many people take this first five book, which the Jesus himself called Moses. They take it to be the law, but it's not the law. Then you are saying, because it's in the first five that says, Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt honor thy father and thy mother. Then you are saying all those things are the law. We don't need it again. Because those things are in the first five books. That's true. That's true. It is the first five books that says, Serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart. The miracles God performed. We saw the miracles we saw in the first five books God performed. You won't see it anywhere apart from the miracles of Jesus. The miracles of the Old Testament is brutal. A man command fire to come down. A man command rain not to rain for years. A man command rain to rain and it rain. It's not a small miracle. A man raised the dead. Amen. So now I just want to show you. So let's look at Matthew chapter 12 verse 1 to 5. I want to show you that in Matthew chapter 12, 1 to 5. Matthew chapter 12, 1 to 5. Jesus preached Leviticus 8 verse 31. Matthew chapter 12, 1 to 5. Please open it for me. Matthew chapter 12, verse 1 to 5. Mm -hmm. At that time, Jesus went through the cornfields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick some ears of corn and eat them. Mm -hmm. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. He answered, Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priests. Or haven't you read in the law that the priest on the Sabbath day, on the, on the Sabbath duty in the temple, desecrates the Sabbath, and yet are innocent? Amen. So I just want this to be my interest. So you could see clearly that Jesus preached what? Mm. The Old Testament. Bible said they were, they told Jesus, why? Are you eating, or your disciple eating on what? The Sabbath. And so, didn't you hear what David did on this? By eating the bread. That was First Samuel, chapter 21, verse 4 to 6. And he went on to preach. So you could see that, what did Jesus preach in what we call the Old Testament? 
what we call the old uh, sorry what did jesus preach in what we call the new testament you could see that he preached the old testament he preached first samuel chapter 21 4 to 6 to them read it read it yourself first samuel 21 mm -hmm. 4 to 6 yeah but the priest answered david i don't have any ordinary bread to mm -hmm. hand however there is some consecrated bread here provided the men have kept themselves from women mm -hmm. david replied indeed women have been kept from us as usual whenever I set out. The men's bodies are holy, even on missions that are not holy. How much more so today? Amen. Amen. Please, do you see in that he yeah. preached it? Yeah. yeah. So he preached this. Mm -hmm. So Jesus said, haven't you read what David did mm -hmm. when he went to the priest to get the bread that wasn't lawful to him? And that was what? That's what we just read. So you see that Jesus preached first someone what we call the Old Testament. Now, in Acts 3, verse 25, Peter preached Genesis chapter 22, verse 18. So, you see, Acts 3, verse 25. Let's read it. And you see that he didn't preach anything new. He preached what we call the Old Testament. Because it doesn't matter. It is simply the word of God. But this, I'm just opening your eyes to show you that the so-called New Testament is the same as the so-called Old Testament. Because all is the word of God and the word of God is one. Mm -hmm. And I just want to show you that it, the, the New Testament is full of the Old Testament. Because it's the word of God. The word of God. So look at Acts chapter 3 verse 25. Hallelujah. Amen. Acts chapter 3 verse mm -hmm. 25. Mm -hmm. And you are heirs of the prophets and of the covenants God made mm -hmm. with your fathers. He said to Abraham, through your offspring, all peoples on earth will be blessed. Amen. So he said, he said to Abraham, through your offspring, all people will be blessed. So that was Genesis 22 verse 18. Let's look at it. So you see that in Acts, he preached Genesis 22 verse 18. Genesis 22 verse 18. Hallelujah. Amen. Genesis 22 verse 18. Mm -hmm. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. What did Acts preach? Through your offspring, all nations on earth shall be blessed. Mm -hmm. He preached Genesis 22 verse 18. Amen. If it's not needed anymore, if it is past, will he preach it? No, no, no. Look at Matthew mm -hmm. chapter 19 verse 18 to 19. You see that Jesus himself preached Exodus. Chapter 20, 16 to uh, 12 to 16. But let's look at the mighty first. Mighty chapter 18 and uh, 19, verse 18 to 19. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 19, 18 to 19. Mm -hmm. Which ones? He inquired. Mm -hmm. Jesus replied, You shall not murder. Mm -hmm. You shall not commit adultery. Mm -hmm. You shall not steal. Mm -hmm. You shall not give false testimony. Honor mm -hmm. your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. So, so this where Jesus preached. This was Exodus chapter 20. Verse 12 to 16. He preached Exodus chapter 20. Ditto, ditto. Please read it for me. Exodus 20, verse 12 to 16. Mm -hmm. Am I your father and your mother so that you may live long in the, the Exodus land? Exodus and the... Okay, you finish it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You shall not murder. You mm -hmm. shall not commit adultery. Mm -hmm. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. Amen. Isn't it? Exodus and Matthew, which came first? Uh, Exodus. So Jesus preached what? Exodus. So why are you all saying old new? That is, I don't know how to explain it. It doesn't exist. There's nothing like that. That's why I just want to show you. So you are seeing the so-called old in the so-called new. And 
I mean, of course, I have to choose and pick back. I even show you in almost every page of the New Testament. Yeah. Look at Matthew 20, Matthew chapter 15, verse 4. You see that in Matthew chapter 15, verse 4, Jesus preached Leviticus 20, verse 9. And this one's craft chosen the ones that are directly clear. Yeah. Look at it, Matthew 15, verse 4. Matthew 15, verse 4. Mm -hmm. The said, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. Amen. So this one, Jesus was preaching Leviticus chapter 20, verse 9. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 9. Amen. Look at it yourself. Amen. And you think Leviticus doesn't matter again? Leviticus. It's in the New Testament. 20 verse 9. Uh -huh. Amen. Mm -hmm. Leviticus 20 verse 9. Mm -hmm. Anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death because they have cursed their father or mother. Their blood will be on their own head. Amen. Isn't it the same it thing is. Jesus preached? Yeah. Matter of fact, when Satan came face to face, when Satan came face to face with Jesus, what did you hear? You hear Jesus keep saying, For it is written, for it is written, mm -hmm. it is written. By the time Jesus was saying it is written, it was written, it is written, Matthew has not been written. J uh, Luke, John, Peter, Revelation has not been written. So what was there? It is written. Please, it wasn't the, what you people call the New Testament. It is what the people call the Old Testament. So Jesus said he overcame Satan by what we call the Old Testament. And you think it's not needed? I don't want us to read that one because I assume you know. You know, this was on the mountain. When Satan came, Jesus was preaching, it is written, man shall not live by bread. It is written, it is written. What, what, it is written, the word of God says, where was he quoting? From the prophet and Moses, what we call the Old Testament. So the Old Testament is as valid, if not more than the New Testament. Yes, if not more than, but it's the same. But for, if you are going to argue, then I'll say it's more than that because it is the foundation. Mm -hmm. And Jesus and the New Testament preach it. Mm -hmm. The Old Testament never preached the New Testament. The New Testament rather preach it. So that the old, it makes the Old Testament in that sense of argument solid yeah. Yeah. and reliable. Yeah. Yeah. Let me show you more. Wow. Look at Matthew chapter 22 verse 37. Jesus preached Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. There. He preached it there. Yeah. Uh, they uh, all the, they did, but I just want us to read much of Jesus for now. Amen. Amen. Please read it for me. Matthew 22, verse 37. Mm -hmm. Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Amen. That was Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. He was preaching. Remember, Jesus was the word. Bible says he studied the word. The word is one. The Bible never says the new word, the new testament. No, the Bible says it's the word. In the beginning was the new testament, and the new testament became flesh while the old testament is gone. Is that what the Bible says? <laughs> no, it says in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And the word became flesh. And the moment the word was about to become flesh, it became a new testament. Is that what he said? Oh, no. no, it's the word, one. Read it for me, please. Deuteronomy chapter 6, six verse 5. Verse five. Mm -hmm. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Amen. Isn't it what Jesus preached? It is. In Matthew 22 yeah. verse 37. Yeah, it is. Don't be deceived. 
I'm telling you, this weapon has caused many Christians. You see, whenever the weapon of enemy, the enemy gets you, your life, in a certain sense, in an aspect, will become a standstill. That, that's what I'm saying. It could be as small as a spark plug. Yeah. You see, when Satan really comes against you, don't be deceived. Bro. You won't see snakes and all those things. So, he, he, he's, when you really come against it's just to cause you to affect your thought pattern, your decision in regards to obedience to the word of God. Because as long as you are not obeying a particular word, you will not overcome, you will not cross certain river. You are stuck. You are stuck. I want to show you more. My favorite is Matthew chapter 12 verse 40. So you see that in Matthew, now I just want to go through the other scriptures. Amen. You see that in Matthew chapter 12 verse 40, Jesus preached Jonah chapter 1 verse 17. Matthew 12 verse 40, mm -hmm. for as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, mm -hmm. so the son of man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the we, we all know the story of Jesus, yeah. uh, Jonah, and Jonah, Jesus was preaching it, but look at it for yourself, Jonah chapter 1 verse 17, so now the book of Jonah, amen, Jonah chapter 1 verse 17, mm -hmm. If you know this, it's for, to equip you, it's to grant you. If you don't know this, it's to cause you now not to give way to the delusion. That, because I'm telling you, it's a, you see, the enemy, the Bible says he's a liar. Liars are deceptive. So he's a deceiver. Huh? Who is a deceiver? What, does the, what is the work of a deceiver? To bring deception. Yeah. Yeah. When, you're, when people are told, Jesus does campaign, and they say, oh, test, I say, please, say, don't never say that. Mm -hmm. The word of God is one. Many has, hey, how it has destroyed many, this, it, hey. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's in the Bible, clear. And you even, the sad thing is, you even hear pastors, certain pastors mm -hmm. say it all. I wonder, what do they read? Mm -hmm. When they train, mm -hmm. did they study the word? What? Because, you see, it's like a, a pastor without thorough knowledge of the word of God. It's just like a doctor without a stethoscope. It's that simple. Because if you see that stethoscope, yeah, yeah. it, it sounds a little simple, but I tell you, it is everything between life and death. Just that one, the doctor is able to determine a lot of things. instantly to know what to do. That's why they always have it everywhere. It's not for fun. It looks simple, but it means a lot. Amen. Please, let's look at another one. You see that Matthew chapter 12, verse 42. Jesus preached 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 1. Matthew Amen. 12, 42. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The queen of the south mm -hmm. will rise at the judgment with this, with this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom. And now something greater than Solomon is here. So Amen. this, he was preaching First Kings chapter 10 verse 1. That's why I said the word gospel stands for the Bible. It doesn't stand for Matthew or Luke. The fact that they, write, they wrote the gospel according to Luke doesn't make that one alone gospel. So you see that in Matthew chapter 12 verse 42, Jesus was preaching First Kings chapter 10 verse 1. 
Please read it for us. First Kings chapter 10 verse 1. Mm -hmm. When the queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his relationship to the Lord, she came to test Solomon with hard questions. Amen. Isn't it what Jesus preached to them? So why are you saying Old Testament? Never say Old Testament or New Testament again. When it comes to the word of God, say the word of God says. Say old or new Testament when it comes to what? Salvation. When it comes to the blood of Jesus. Because what is, you say the covenant, the New Testament, this is the blood of the new covenant, the New Testament. For the forgiveness of sin and salvation of all. That's all. That's all. Now look at Matthew chapter 15 verse 7 to 9. In Matthew chapter 15 verse 7 to 9. I mean this, I could show it to you in uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. But I just in, decided to use only Matthew so that it would be easier for us to what? look at it. Amen. You see that there Jesus preached Isaiah. Amen. Isaiah chapter 29 verse 13. So let's read Matthew chapter 15 verse 7 to 9 first. Matthew chapter 15, verse 7 to 9. Mm -hmm. Matthew chapter 15, verse 7 mm -hmm. to 9. Mm -hmm. You hypocrites. Mm -hmm. Isaiah was right when he prophesied about... You see that he's been calling their name. Yeah. He's been calling that this is the book of Isaiah. Mm -hmm. The other one said Jonah. The other one said Solomon. Mm -hmm. He's been mentioning it. Mm -hmm. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. And, yeah, and this is Isaiah 29 verse 13. Look at it for yourself. I've tried to now, you, you can see our example I'm showing from different books. Yeah. It's intentional to show that throughout, they preach throughout what we call the Old Testament. Yeah. All I want to show you that cease to see the word of God as Old and New Testament. See it as word of God. You see, see it as word of God. The next Bible I'm going to buy because I read a Bible from beginning to end and I change it. The next Bible I'm going to read has no chapters and has no verses. Yeah. Yeah, I thank God that I've come this far. It will bring a level of revelation. Because sometimes the chapters and the verses and the heading distort the real thing. Yeah. It is important. We need it for the reference. Originally, the chapters and the verses were not there. The original Bible has no chapters and verses. We put the chapters and verses, which is good, which is wisdom. Other than that, it will be difficult. How will I show you Isaiah now? You wouldn't know where Isaiah is, isn't it? So the chapters and uh, uh, verses, it is very good. It is wisdom. Yeah. But if you are not aware of it, it can distort certain revelations. Amen. Amen. Because sometimes when they go to chapter 2, you think it, then they put a head and you think it's story. Forgetting that it is one way. Together, you have people say in context, and this one he was writing to the Philippians, and this one to the Colossians. Please, the word of God is to us. Whether I was written to the Hebrew, the Colossians, it is to us, it is the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Please read it. Look at Isaiah, it for yourself. Isaiah chapter 29, verse 13. Mm -hmm. The Lord says, These people come near to me with their mouth mm -hmm. and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules. They have been taught. This is what we read in Matthew. Yes. Jesus preached it. Mm -hmm. Jesus preached it. Hey. 
May you be delivered from that division. Amen. From that deception. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm a pastor. Sometimes when God opened my eyes and showed me what is crippling people, it is these things we think is simple, but has crippled them. As it has made them deny God himself. This is the reason why Jesus Dancer campaign. We don't give New Testament Bible. Uh, those of you who come Jesus Dancer campaign, we can even get free New Testament Bible. And just the New Testament Bible is cheaper, but we never give New Testament Bible. Because I feel it is wrong to give somebody half Bible. Yeah. Half Bible. That's why Jesus Dancer campaign. After now, we still buy a full Bible. Because I don't know where God will start with the person. Why would I give the person a Bible? When I do that subconsciously, especially a new believer, I'd rather introduce that this is the only important thing. How can the 39 books be less important? Meanwhile, the 39 books that Jesus himself said wrote about me. So if I want somebody to know Jesus, would I give the person all the books that wrote about Jesus? Word, 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 We have to go to the word and be wise as a serpent too. Because the enemy has destroyed it is this scheme is serpent is against Christians. Amen. Amen. I want to show you more, but now I just want to cut it from Jesus and show it from the other apostles so that you know that they also preach the old testament. So let's take it from Peter in Acts chapter 1, verse 20. You will see that. Peter preached Psalm 69, verse 25, in Acts chapter 1, verse 20. Please, let's read it. Acts chapter 1, verse 20. 20. Mm -hmm. For said Peter, it is written in the book of Psalms. Uh -huh. You see, he quoted it. Uh -huh. Yeah, sorry. May mm -hmm. this place be deserted, let there be no one to dwell in it, and may another take his place of leadership. So he quoted it. So you could see clearly that Peter was preaching from what? The book of Psalms, that was Psalm 69, verse 25. Let's read it. Psalm 69, verse 25. Mm -hmm. Amen. Psalm 69, verse 25. Mm -hmm. May their place be deserted. Mm -hmm. Let there be no one to dwell in their tents. Amen. It's clearly there. Yes. Yeah. Hey, how I love the Psalms. Oh. I love it too. Look at Peter again, Acts chapter 2, verse 17 to 20. He preached Joel chapter 28 to 32. Acts chapter 2, 17 to 20. Acts chapter 2, 17 to 20. When you take the New Testament, before you read it, please. When you take what we call the New Testament and you cut out all the Old Testament, there will be nothing left. It will be less than half of the book. I'm telling you. Yeah. No, because the word of God is one. The only thing Jesus did, the only thing is, he became the new covenant. He changed everything. Because of me, we don't need the blood of booze. Because of me, a sinner like me, now I am saved. I have become a priest. Even though I'm not from the tribe of what Levi, because of Christ, Jesus, now me, me, Imanajetaji, I qualify and I'm entitled to the blessings of Abraham and his children. That's all. He is the bridge. That is why Jesus said, no one goes to the Father except through me. He is the bridge to the Father. That's all. The word of God has never changed. As a matter of fact, I say, 
For your sake, I do not change, so that you are not destroyed. Amen. Amen. Please look at it. Acts chapter 12, verse 7, uh, 2, 17 to 20. Look at it. Acts 2, 17 to mm -hmm. 20. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Mm -hmm. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. So Amen. Peter was preaching. Mm -hmm. This we call it New Testament, but this is Joel chapter 28, verse 32. Yeah. You see, that's why I said I can preach every sermon only by the uh, Old Testament. Look at it. Joel chapter 2, verse 28 to 32. Amen. Joel chapter 2, verse 28 mm -hmm. to 32. And afterwards, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Mm -hmm. Your sons and daughters, I will prophesy. Your mm -hmm. old men will dream dreams. Mm -hmm. Your young men will see visions. Even mm -hmm. on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth. Blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord and dreadful day of the Lord. Isn't Amen. this what Peter preached? It is. Yeah. It is. One day, mm -hmm. I had a dream. Mm -hmm. This is not long. This is this year. This dream is this year. So in the dream, I have been invited to a church service. There were a lot of people there. And in the dream, I was preaching only the Old Testament. And this dream is this year. I was preaching only the Old Testament. And I was preaching and I was preaching. But in the dream, when I was preaching the Old Testament, only the Old Testament, I could tell, I could see that people were taking note of it and they were like discussing it. And they said, look, he's only using Old Testament. He's only preaching Old Testament. But they were not saying it in a bad sense. But like, in a surprise that I'm only using Old Testament to teach word on word in the dream, in the dream. Then the dream ended. Like the people took note of it. So when the dream ended, I asked the Lord, what was the meaning? And he said, it's a sign of an apostleship. This is to show you that indeed you are an apostle. And then all of a sudden, as usual, like, God, my brain opened. It's like, it downloaded. Ah, the apostles used only the Old Testament to preach. Yeah. So if you are going to look for one sign, little, little, of an apostleship, he uses Old Testament to teach. I never knew that. I never connected. Then I realized that my teachings are full of Old Testament. You will not know this, but let me share a secret with you. Many a times, when I finish my sermon, sometimes I'll say, oh, no, I want New Testament in it. I put New Testament in it. Yeah. But since that dream, oh, God, thank you. You will confirm my apostleship. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have what we call the New Testament. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Now I'm telling it. You see that? Look at Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Look at what it says. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. Look at Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. Mm -hmm. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. Mm -hmm. The Lord has said to Abraham, Go from your country, your people, and your father's 
household to the land I will show you. Amen. So this is Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. Now Peter preached Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 at Acts chapter 7 verse 3. Look at it. He preached Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 at Acts chapter 7 verse 3. Amen. Acts chapter 7 verse 3. Leave your country and your people, God said, and go to the land I will show you. Amen. Isn't this what was at Genesis chapter? So this is how he preached Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. Look at Isaiah chapter 53 to 7, chapter 53 verse 7 to 8. Isaiah 53 7 to 8. Look at what it says. This one, we call it the Old Testament. You see? But it's not, it's just the word of God, but we call it the Old Testament. Isaiah 53 7 to 8. Isaiah 53 7 to 8. Mm -hmm. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the
preaches after removing him. This is what he testified. And that one too is in what? Samuel. We, we all know it, isn't it? Say, I found my servant David. God has found Samuel for himself. When you look at Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 was preached in Romans 1 verse 17 verse 5 4. In Romans 1 verse 17, he preached Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Let's read it. Romans 1 Yes, amen. Hosea chapter 2 verse 19. 
to me forever. I will withdraw you in righteousness and justice, in love and compassion. Amen. Amen. So, beloved, all I'm trying to show you is that we can go on and on and on. The scripture is full of God's word. When I say it's full of God's word, it's an understatement because it is God's word. But what I mean by it's full of God's word is the Bible, right from Genesis chapter 1 to Revelation, is one. It is God's word. It is not divided. Some are not important than others. Some are not relevant than others. In order to be able to understand or to go and have make electronic car, you must understand how analog cars work first. You can never, never have a wireless communication if you don't understand how wired communication works. Amen. So the Bible itself tells us several times. It says we are not to take or add to any command of the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 4, 4 verse 2. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 2. Amen. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 2. Mm -hmm. Do not add to what I command you and do not subtract from it, but keep the commands of the Lord your God that I give you. He said we shouldn't ask some, we shouldn't want take some. When we ask sometimes not the Bible, it also binds you. So never think whenever you hear the word of God. You see, um, believe me, I'm a pastor. When the thought comes old, New Testament, it is the enemy psyching you to reject, to choose, and to pick. And I tell you, many Christians have become victim to it. It looks simple but very powerful. It's like a car with one flat tire, bright new car, but the tire, the front tire, the right, it has flat, it's flat. It can go nowhere. <laughs> it, it can go nowhere. Yeah. Even though it will cost less than maybe some few quid, it will go nowhere. If you try to go the next thing, you will begin to smell smoke because the rain will begin, be, uh, begin to make hot and you begin to smoke burn the room is full yeah so all i'm saying this one all i've been sent here by the lord to show you that his word is one that the word of god is not divided that there's nothing like old testament and new testament when it come to not when it come to the word of god yes when it come to salvation yes there is but when it, when it comes to the hairs of God, hairs of God, there is. But when it comes to the word of God, there is nothing like old and what? New Testament. Genesis is also the gospel of God. The word of God is one. But you don't become a victim. Satan has destroyed me by this. I can go on and go on. But I feel led to stop. But we read one last scripture. Then we will bring our service to the close. And I will pray. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Let's open our Bible to Acts. Amen. Chapter 18, verse 24 to 28. Acts chapter 18. Verse 24 to 28. I want you to you named. Apollos, a native of Alexandria, mm -hmm. came to Ephesus. He was learned 
He was a learned man with a thorough knowledge of the scriptures. Mm -hmm. He had been instructed, in, instructed sorry, in the way of the Lord, and he spoke with great favor and talked about Jesus accurately. Though he knew only the baptism of John, he began to speak boldly in the synagogue when Priscilla and Aquila heard him. They invited him to their, God, their home and explained to him the way of God more adequately. Amen. So it says, a Jew came called Apollos. Yeah. And it said he was a learned man and he explained to the people from the scriptures. And the Bible says he only knew afterward the baptism of John. All he knows after, meaning from Genesis after John the Baptist's baptism. So meaning all he knew, he didn't know anything that we know today from what? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But did you realize that the Bible called what we call the Old Testament the scriptures? Yes. Yes. It said he taught them from the scriptures. Apostles. You know, we say Paul what the Apostles wanted by this. Yeah, the Apostles is this guy. He's well learned of the scriptures. So what we call the Old Testament are the scriptures. The word of God. Acts chapter 17, verse 3, 2 to 3. Acts chapter 17, 2 to 3. Acts 17, 2 to 3. Mm -hmm. As was, it, was his custom, Paul went into the synagogues and on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that the, the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. This Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Messiah, he said. So he said, as it was the custom of Paul, yeah. every Sunday he went to the synagogue, showing them that Jesus is what? The Son of God. Where did he show them? From the scriptures. What is the scriptures? What we call the Old Testament God? When Paul was there, the book of Acts did not exist. Matthew did not exist. Revelation did not exist. So how did he prove them? The only reason, I know we've read similar like this, but the reason I'm showing to show you that what we call the Old Testament are the scriptures as well. May God open your eyes. Amen. May He cause you to see. Amen. I just want you to lift up your voice and pray. You know, you know what this word has spoken. You know what God has ministered to you by this word. Just lift up your voice and pray. Just lift up your voice and pray. God is one. God is not divided. In the name of Jesus. I've seen many being destroyed by this. Especially Jesus and Sa campaign. I've seen many Christians that was doing well. Then the enemy would deceive them by this deception. And their walk with God is crippled. Weakness set in. I see me. I see me. The only way to overcome it, never see the word of God as old or new testament. See it as the living word. The scriptures of God. In the beginning was the, the word. One, not the words. The word. And the word, the capital of you, was God. And the word is God and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. He is Jesus. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on 
www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.